Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two. The again unprecedented in my life episode two of the Friends You Can Keep podcast. I am joined once again by my close friend, our guest from episode one, Mr. Andy Ball. What's good? I'm your host, as always, Brian Lightcap. Uh, yeah, lots to discuss. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's been a, like at least a month, yeah. And it's been in the time from recording episode one and recording this. Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. Oh, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Joker is currently just ripping through film festivals. It got an eight-minute standing ovation. Yeah. What? Went to the Venice Film Festival, won essentially Best Picture. Yeah. And I read an article. The article I read talked about how that's a big deal because who was it last year? Roma... Won that award last year and then went on to win three Academy Awards. Yeah. The year before that, The Shape of Water won that award and then went on to win Best Picture. So there's a lot of rumblings on the internet that Joker could be making a big run at the Academy Awards. I don't know. Man, Jared Leto's going to be real salty. (laughs) Out of the last three Jokers, he's the only one who has zero chance of getting an Academy Award. (sighs) Fucking Jared Leto. We watched. We got to love him. (laughs) <laughs> Last night, Kelly and I watched Sully for the first time. Oh, how's that? Strange movie. It's good. But the one, it's the guy... Who landed the plane in the Hudson. Yeah. What's the other one? Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. That's Tom also Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, good movie. The, the end is weird. I remember my mom watched it and told me that the end is weird. So it's she a, loves to spoil movies for me. So it's essentially like them being investigated for why they had to land their plane in the Hudson for insurance reasons. Yeah. So the company's investigating them, whatever. The end of the movie is like the big pinnacle. It's the end of this investigation. They're going to prove like whether it was the right thing or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, then they get to the very end of this whole scene, and she says to Aaron Eckhart's character, like, who was the, who was the co-pilot, Something about, like, if you could do it, if you had to do this again, would you have done it the same way? And he says, like, no, because it was, I forget what month it was, but it was cold. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I would have done it in July. And, like, everyone laughs, and then it just goes to black and the credits roll. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What? I'm like, that was the weirdest spot to end your movie. Right, with, like, some weird joke. (laughs) I mean, it was, the the scene in general was funny, because... Like, the insinuation that the company is making is that Sully should have turned around and went back to the airport. There was no reason for him to land in the Hudson. Yeah. And then they're showing these simulations with these two pilots. And then he says whatever. They make it so that when they hit these birds, they have to then wait 35 seconds. So it's in the simulation. They hit the birds, and then they just sit there and do nothing for 35 (laughs) seconds. And then they turn... And both times they do that and they have to wait, they crash. Yeah. And then Sully, I forget what he says, but it's just like, he's not being a total asshole, but you can tell from the tone, he's just kind of like, boom. (laughs) He's like, I fucking told you. So it's kind of a funny scene to watch. But Kelly and I said there's a lot of shit in that movie they don't really go back to and address. Like, it won't, during the beginning of the investigation, they're asking him, like, "Uh, when was the last time you had a drink of alcohol? And he's like, nine days ago. And they're like, and drugs? And he goes, never. I've never done drugs in my life. Mm-hmm. 
turn to Aaron Eckhart's character. When's the last time you had a drink? Oh, I don't drink. They don't follow up and ask him about drugs, which was strange to me. Weird. But they don't ever, like, he's not a drug addict. Right, but, like, why are you going to ask one of them and not the other one? But then they don't ask him that. There's a pause. Then they look at Sully and go, are you having problems at home? And his response is like, yeah, but no more than any normal person. Right. So they plant this seed early in the movie, kind of like, that he's getting divorced. His wife's cheating on him. His kid's trying to kill himself. Like, something. There's just something happening. And they just never address it. <laughs> why are you even bringing they, it up? Bro? Exactly! Why are you They never... It? And there's a lot of scenes where, like, him and his wife are together at the house. He calls his wife because he's in New York or whatever for the investigation. Like, but they never... It's never shown, like, what his drama at home was. And I'm like, well, why why bring it up and then not talk about it? Or, like, just have him say no. Take some yeah. creative liberties. I don't care if that's what he said. Yeah. Take some creative liberties. But, like, if he did, if that's what he said and you're going to put that in the movie, fine. But then, like, show something. Yeah. Like, literally, literally anything. anything. Right. <laughs> just, just, just like, brought it up and then, nope, we're not going to talk about this for the rest of the movie. That sounds about right. I love when movies do that. It's great. Fucking Clint Eastwood. Fucking um, Did he do that? He was the director. For real. I was very surprised he wasn't in it. He's usually in the movies. Because there's a scene, I forget, it's someone's dad. And the guy is older. And they showed who the actor was. I'm like, wow, I'm really surprised that wasn't Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised that wasn't Clint Eastwood. They showed a movie trailer... Ah, uh, there was a movie, I forget what the movie was, and it's all these actors, and then they show the two, the last two actors they give the names for. J.K. Simmons was in it, and Kelly thought he should be thrown in that mix, but I didn't think he should be. No. It was, I think, Jeffrey Tambor, who's the dad on Arrested Development, yeah. mm-hmm. and then, oh, fuck, I gotta look him up. He's the guy, he was on Dexter... And Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. That's his, I always forget his name. <laughs> I, yeah, I can usually, no one ever remembers his name for some reason. Yeah. I always know exactly who people are talking about. I'm like, oh, John Lithgow. I remember a lot of names. There's a lot of celebrity names that I can pull right out of my ass. Yeah. His is one that always, I always forget what his name is. Fair enough. But they're both in it. Mm-hmm. And they show them back to back. And Kelly and I sat here and laughed for 10 minutes. Because I'm like, why would you do that? Because they both look very similar to each other. Yes. And they have pretty similar names. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. no one's going to fucking know. No one's going to have any idea. And it was, we equated it to <laughs> the like, movie. That's not the same person. Yeah. We equated it to watching Nocturnal Animals. That I never weird, saw that one. It's not. Jake Gyllenhaal. It's weird. It's not, it's not good. It's a strange, strange movie. See, it looked like one of those really weird ones. But Amy Adams is in it. Yeah, And then there's other scenes that they do where it's this weird, like, they're Amy Adams' memories or there are scenes from her book. It's some weird bullshit. Yeah. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But then the other girl is Isla Fisher. Oh. Now, anybody that knows what is the two of them look the like. yeah, Isla? I've been saying Isla for <laughs> my whole life like a moron. For anybody that knows what the two of them look like, they are fucking identical. Uh, yeah. They look exactly alike. Mm-hmm. So we watched that whole movie, and Kelly and I kept going, like, is that supposed to be, like, younger Amy Adams, or is that just a different character? Right. Or is that, like, book version of her? Yeah, like, it was a weird, like... Were they like, ever in the same scene together? No. 
That's weird. So it's this weird, like, is that supposed to be Amy Adams, or is it supposed to be Isla Fisher? Because right. they look fucking identical. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what you're going to have when you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a scene with John Lithgow, and then you're going to have a scene with Jeffrey Tambor, and you're going to be like, wait a minute, is yeah. that is that that guy, or is right. that the other guy? Why would they do that? But the reason that led me into this is because we watched... I couldn't figure out the trailers before Sully were super weird. They had, like, nothing to do with that kind of movie, what that movie was about. I figured it would just be a trailer for Captain Phillips. It was so strange, but then I realized it was because Sully was a Warner Brothers movie, and all the movies before it were Warner Brothers movies. So that's why. Uh, Yeah. But that movie's so old, they played a trailer for Suicide Squad on (laughs) Blu-ray. And we're watching that trailer, and I said to Kelly, I'm like, you know... I was real teeter-tottery on whether I wanted to see that movie or not. The trailer made it look like it might be good. I'm like, I love Margot Robbie. Mm -hmm. She's very attractive. She's a phenomenal actress. I don't mind Will Smith. Hopper's in it from Stranger Things. Yeah, for like 10 seconds. Yeah, I don't mind him. I don't mind uh, Viola Davis. Like, a lot of good actors in Mm -hmm. it. But I'm like, I don't know that I want to see this. Batman vs. Superman was just a giant pile of shit. This is so bad. Like... So I don't, do I want to waste the time to see this movie? And then they're just, the trailer keeps going and then they get to Jared Leto. And I'm like, this is why I didn't see this fucking movie. That's exactly why. Oh, you never saw it. I've never seen it. Oh. And I don't, I don't want to see it. No. I feel like just at some point in your life, you should watch it. I feel like I'm going to want to see, I'm going to have to, I think, because I'm going to want to see the sequel. The Harley Quinn movie. I do oh, want to see James Birds of Gun Prey one. with the James Gunn yeah. Suicide Squad because you know James Gunn's gonna fucking kill it. Well, I keep seeing that like it's a it's a sequel slash like soft reboot. Yeah. Um, who the hell did they just add? Were we just talking about this the other day? They just added like Pete. Oh, it's Pete Davison and Peter Capaldi. Yeah. They just added, and I'm like, couldn't have <laughs> yes. picked two like yes. two different realms of acting. They just, just keep, it's so bizarre. The head one of the headlines I saw for it was like. Um, the the casting for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad just keeps getting weirder and weirder. I mean, like, time goes you on. You go back five years, though. Five and a half years. Right before Guardians came out, and you look at the cast for that, and you're like, a former WWEF, whatever it is, guy, Dave Batista, yeah. Zoe Saldana. They got Vin Diesel to say three words over and over mm-hmm. again. Bradley Cooper was voicing a raccoon. And if you didn't watch Parks and Rec, you had no idea who Chris Pratt yeah. was. So, like, it's not, I was surprised, and I'm like, I was like, who the fuck? I'm like, what is James Gunn doing? And I was like, oh, James Gunn's just being James Gunn. This is probably going to be awesome. Craziness. But, yeah, you should watch the first one strictly because Margot Robbie's awesome, and then you can just laugh at the rest of it. Yeah, I did, I, it's strange. It's a very strange, I wanted to see it, and then I just, like, the more I thought about it, and I just, Kept, I just kept, every time I see a trailer for a, a DC movie, I just circle back to how fucking bad Batman was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, Batman I was so Batman. hyped for that movie. Yeah. And then I saw it in theaters at the 10 o'clock or the midnight showing or whatever the night mm-hmm. before. Went with yeah. a friend of mine. I fucking fell asleep. You did. Halfway right. through. It's too long. It's like three hours. Woke up, felt like I missed nothing. I don't <laughs> I don't remember when I fell asleep. I don't remember when I woke up, but I felt like nothing had happened. No. Nice. I think I fell asleep. <sighs> I want to say I fell asleep right after the scene where it's um, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and uh, 
fuck. Zuckerberg. What the hell's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. When they're at that party. Zuckerberg. When they're at that party together, and they do that weird, like... That weird shit where... Hi, I'm Clark Kent, but everybody fucking knows I'm Superman. (laughs) Like, that dumb scene of, like... Where he's like, um, let me introduce low-level reporter Clark Kent to billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. For no reason, yeah. although later you find out that he knows that they're Batman and Superman, so, like, he's just fucking with them. He knows, and they both look at each other like, I know who you are. They're like, I know exactly who you are. I know who you They are never really, fucking. like, the whole time you're just kind of like, does he know? And then they go to fight, and Superman's just like, Bruce. And they're like, oh, okay, he figured it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I fell asleep there, and then I think I woke up when the guy in the wheelchair blew up the courthouse or whatever oh classic the the um it's the what is it it's the capitol building yeah <laughs> i always forget like what i that movie was so dumb I he just, blows up mrs incredible yes mm-hmm. with her jar of piss or whatever oh yeah mama's sweet tea or whatever yeah and God, i'm like he was such a weird fucking villain so i don't know how long i was asleep not a clue. You definitely missed nothing. I just know, like, yeah, I feel like I woke up and I'm like, nothing happened in this movie because nope. literally I know everything that's happening right now. I, like, there's not, not a single time after I woke up where I was like, who's that? What's happening? Where are we? Like, I knew everything. That movie could have been so good if it had just been, like, if they wanted to just jump right in and have it be Batman v Superman, just have it be Batman, but just have, like, Batman be the main character. Like, have Superman be the villain. Well, when I think the issue, I think the issue was like I was really into it, but I was, I think subconsciously, I was turned off to it right away because DC was a company that for however many years they were like, oh, you know, the whole shared universe thing. That's, oh yeah, we're not that's Marvel's that. thing. We're not doing that. And then you make Man of Steel, and then you make Batman versus Superman, and when Batman versus Superman is announced, you make it very clear that, oh, no, we're doing that. <laughs> Dawn of Justice, yeah. And it's it like... clear enough. They're like, we're going to do everything in our power to just catch up real quick. Because yeah. Avengers made a billion dollars. They were like, oh, yeah, no, this is happening. But then they made the shitty decision of like, okay, we're going to do this, and we're going to have TV shows, but they're not going to be connected at all. Yeah. And it's like, Why? Yeah. And they fucked themselves because Justice League comes out. Flash has been on TV for however many fucking like seasons. two or three years at that point. Justice League three comes years. out and they're like, oh, Ezra Miller's going to play the Flash. And everyone's like, why didn't you just have the guy from the TV show yeah. play him in the movie? Right. But. He's much better. I, I, I stopped watching those shows. So did I. They're yeah. too fucking campy. You did, like, years ago. I like. So I just did, like, six months ago. I was like, this is... Not even... No, probably like a year ago. So campy. I just couldn't anymore. Now that Arrow's ending, I might get back into it, just because, like, I put so much time in those. The, it's funny, because those shows were so easy for me to drop. Like, just... Like, it was fucking just a dead body hook to me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nope, I'm done. You're like, I'm out. Cut the ripcord and yeah. just fell. But, and then... But, like, a show like The Walking Dead, I uh, yeah. I fucking held on to that until the very last straw. You're out. You're out on Walking Dead. I haven't Dead. watched it since Rick's death. Oh, you haven't even finished the last. Quote See, on, I gave it, I gave it to the end quote. of season nine. I That was or, shitty. Was that season nine? Yeah. That was shitty for me because I stopped watching after the Rick's death episode. Because they yeah. fucking pissed me off so bad. They did. I remember and texting then, you during that, and you were like, yeah. you were like, are you fucking kidding me? You were pissed. And then they played, like, 
two episodes went by or whatever, and then everything I see on Facebook is like, The Walking Dead returns to form, and now it's it's back to being the best show on TV again, and it was scary and dramatic again. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like... <laughs> And in my mind, I kept and I kept saying to Kelly, like, I I really want to watch it. Yeah. Like, I really, really want to watch it because it sounds like it got really good again. It got better. But then in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love it. And then next season, they're going to fuck it all up again and I'm going <laughs> to hate it. And I'm going to be super mad at myself. Yeah. So I really, I held off and I didn't watch it. And now I, I still follow people that were on the show on Instagram. So I see stuff about it, but I'm not. Yeah. I, it's been away from me long enough that I'm not interested in it anymore. That's fair. And I'll still, like the other day I rewatched when they killed Glenn and Abraham. Ooh. God, it's so brutal. It's such a great scene, though. It's really That's good. It's fucking great television. Oh, dude, Jeffrey E. Morgan, the man. Like, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'll rewatch it. I'll rewatch the old seasons. I just can't. It's... No, it peaked around maybe then. I think it. I don't know if it peaked then. I think its peak was the introduction, the season finale, and the season premiere introduction of Negan. Yeah, and I think six, that was the crescendo. That was the biggest thing they had done on that show. Yes, and it wasn't going to get bigger than that. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't top. Then they spent like two seasons building up this war between Rick and Negan. Yeah. They then get and you. We defended it. Like people, yeah. fucking hated that. They oh yeah, hated that they were doing individual episodes. And no, I didn't eat an episode about Tara finding a colony full of women <laughs> because because I don't give a fuck about Tara. Yeah, but like it was, I cared it was more. Interesting to see, like, I cared more about Tara than I did that lesbian doctor. So I was like, cool, I'm on board with Tara. Oh, who got the arrow through the back? Yeah. Of the head? Yeah, and they, yeah. we had the act like it was so sad for two episodes. I'm like, fuck off. You were on the show for like 30 yeah, minutes. Exactly. Get the hell yeah. out of here. Yep. Like, this is not sad to anybody. No, no, no. no. I was sad because Daryl had to watch it happen with his crossbow. I mean, Daryl should have been dead like a million times over. Oh, so many times over. Once Andrew Lincoln wanted to leave, though, there's, there was no way they were killing Daryl. But because Kelly. Don't make it to the end of the show. Kelly and I talked about it. I forget when we had this long conversation, and I'm like, I can't decide who killed that show. I can't decide if it's the showrunners, if it's the people on it, if it's the writers, or if it's AMC. Well, did they switched showrunners, didn't they? Like they did ago? this, or just this season. Not the season where Rick dies. Season eight. Was it this? Maybe it might have even been the second half of that season, actually. They, like, switched over from Scott Gimple to whoever the new woman is. Yeah. Well, then there was that weird thing where Robert Kirkman left. Yeah. Like, Robert Kirkman, Gail Ann Hurd, like, four or five of them mm-hmm. left AMC. Yeah. And there was this weird lawsuit, and the show got dumb. But yeah. I couldn't figure out. And we talked about, like, because we talked about Breaking Bad. And I'm yes. like, Breaking Bad is a show that, from the very beginning, Vince Gilligan was like, we're only doing, like, five seasons. Breaking Bad. Episode one, this guy's got cancer. I want to make a believable show where this guy isn't alive for, like, 20 years. Yeah. So we're only going to do, like, four or five seasons of the show, and we're out. Mm-hmm. And AMC was like, okay, cool, you're out. That's fine. And then Mad Men was on. From what I hear, Mad Men never really got bad. Yeah, I still need to watch that. So do I. Kelly I and really I want to. really want to. I watched Hell on Wheels. That was good. And we were talking oh, about, yeah. like... At the one point in time where AMC was, like, the greatest network on television. Oh, because dude, they had huge. Every good show was on AMC. 
And then all these shows left and The Walking Dead was just there. And then I'm like, but then they bring in Negan and like everything after <coughs> people hated his intro because I mean, ultimately it's like Kelly. They hated the fact that Glenn was dead. They hated the fact that Abraham was dead, yeah. but we had to go on the internet and complain about how gory it was. And it was too much and this and that. And everybody had to get their panties in a big wad. It was so brutal. I mean, it needed to be. It did. Um, but holy fuck. I remember watching that and I was like, oh. But you go from that and God. then people get super mad because every episode after that for two seasons is just like character development and building up to this like bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that that bigger thing was going to crap out and be absolutely fucking nothing even if you're a sucker who paid <laughs> to go see it in a <laughs> movie theater. theater. Yeah. Like an asshole. Oh my God. Um, Dickheads. Who would do that? And then you like at least we got that sweet sweet poster with Morgan on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, but that's that's the other thing is you think like maybe it's everyone involved, right? But then you watch that finale alone, and you realize when you step back, especially when you saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, TV was probably the same because they did the same thing where it was just like The Walking Dead ended and they went right into Fear the Walking Dead. Or no, they didn't. TV did something else. Because the movie theater was like the special thing that they oh, like. Got to watch Walking Dead ended, and then they right away started Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, and you and realized, I was like, I don't give a fuck yeah, everybody this. left. I think like two people stayed in that theater. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we watched it, and we as a group collectively realized all this series, all this season finale did was give them a reason to send Morgan to Fear the Walking Dead. Yep. Like, you watch the end of that episode, and it's like, nothing else in this episode mattered. Right. All this was, was just a vehicle to get him to fear the walking dead. Yeah. And that's when, in my mind, it became clearer that AMC is killing this show. Yeah. I don't know that if Robert Kirkman went to AMC and said, like, we want to be done, if they would allow him to be done. Because it hasn't happened. There hasn't been a rumor of, like... Everybody doesn't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So the creators went and tried to do, like, an Everybody Loves Raymond where they're like, we're just yeah. fucking tired of doing this. Can we stop? Right. But there hasn't been talk of that. So it's like, I if you mean, went like, to AMC, would AMC be like, yeah, you can go? Or right. would they be like, no, you're the only you're thing stuck. we have left. Right, yeah. We'll do anything to keep you. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I saw, like, a month or two ago that the graphic novels are ending. Yes. Like, he's he's wrapping it up within the next year or something. So, like, they're running... and. I think currently they're still doing the Whisperer thing, and that's what they're doing on the show. So, like, yeah. they're very quickly running out of source material, which is probably a good thing. Well, and there was a lot of rumor of, like, they were going to end, they were going to do however many seasons, and then do a movie, and that was going to end the series. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people brought up the same oh, thing. they're doing movies. They are. A yeah. lot of people brought up the same thing, where it's like, why would I pay to go see a movie in the theaters that's going to be an hour and a half long, right. when most of their season finales and their mid-season finales and their openers are an hour and a half long? Right. Yeah. Like, just put it on fucking just TV. put it on the TV, please. But... Get to skip commercials. And I, I said to Kelly... I think I said to you, like, they, the all-out war between Negan and Rick should have ended with one of them dead. Yep. And that's the end of the show. Well, they built that whole season up to have it be Rick dying. Like, they had him bleeding yeah. under the tree from the first episode. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, God. And he he was gonna, when he did end up leaving, like, four episodes after that, he was like, well, I was gonna leave then. He was like, I was either gonna die or I was gonna be there alone and a helicopter was gonna come pick me up and we're gonna do that shit. Yeah. He was like, and then the kid, and he was talking about how 
uh, Carl died and he was like, I didn't want to take away from that. So I decided to stay on for a little bit longer. And I was like, you should have just like that. That's when they should have done it. They should have ended season eight with Rick either dying or piecing out in the helicopter. Well, and Carl was a weird thing too, because then like he's dead, but then immediately on the internet, his dad's like, my son loved that show. My son didn't want oh, his dad was pissed. to be killed off on that show yeah. because like, what you saw from AMC and showrunners and, like, people that worked on that show and even Chandler Riggs was this narrative of, like, it was a collective decision, he knew about it, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there's this other narrative coming out from people around Chandler Riggs where it was like, well, he didn't want to leave. They told him, like, the day before they shot that episode, like, oh, by the way, you're dead. Right. Like, that's how this ends. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It was just kind of yeah. like... It's it's the internet culture of, like, I don't know who to believe. Yeah. Because I want to believe AMC, but at the same time, this show's getting to be kind of shitty. So oh, yeah. it's like, I don't want to believe you. Well, and that was the other thing, is that that whole, the whole second half of that season is like, you're like, why are they focusing on Carl so much? And then you realize yeah. it's because he got bit, like, five episodes before that or something. And you're like, oh, he's dying. And the only reason they did that was to, like, motivate Rick to not kill Negan. Yeah. And then Rick left, like, three episodes later, and I was like, what a colossal fucking waste of my time. I think I think AMC should have ended with that finale, and they should have swerved it, that Rick should have died, mm-hmm. and then Negan wins, and that's the end of the show. Negan's just now in charge, and that's the end of it. That's just how it ends. But, or they should have killed Rick then, yeah. and then you move forward with Maggie and Daryl and all of them. That's the other thing, Maggie. Not she's not even on the show. Fighting, anymore. yeah. What's well, the other reason I left? When it when you start this new season, it's like, oh, in this episode, Rick is gone, mm-hmm. and then after that, Maggie's leaving. She might come back every now and then. I'm like, how the fuck is that gonna work? Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna stroll up like, oh, hey they guys, had, what's up? I've one, been here the whole time. They had that one episode where there was there was those people in the van, and they were like, if you give us this record player, yeah. We'll give you blueprints to, like, rebuild society. And I was yeah. like, what? You're getting a fucking raw deal there. If you and give us that. Did, and then within a week, Rick left. They killed Rick. Yeah. And then the next episode, a week later, there was, like, a five-year time jump. And I was like, this is so yeah. jarring and so forced. And then Maggie was just gone, like, in those five years she had left. Yeah, there was that random scene so in the weird. van where it was like, you give me your copy of Franton Comes Alive, and I will just <laughs> give you, like... Yeah, yeah. Everything we have in our in our camp. I'm disgusting. She was like, "Okay, whatever, I'll take that deal." Yeah, and then I'll take that fucking deal. Sure. Why not? And then the shit with Rick happens, and I knew. God. I said to Kelly the very before that episode started. Yeah, probably episodes before that because that was the season of like before every episode started. It was like coming up next on The Walking Dead. Five more episodes until Rick leaves. Until Rick Grimes. Until Rick Graham's last episode yeah. of television or something. The way they worded it, and you were like, he's not going to die. And I'm like, first of all, if he was dead, they wouldn't have told you he was going to die. Right. Yeah. I'm like, they're not going to announce, like, six episodes left, five episodes left, four episodes left. They're not going to do some weird countdown to the yeah. death of Rick Grimes. That'd be so I'm weird. like, no matter how bad this show has gotten for some people, they're not going to do that. Right, no matter how desperate they are. For it's no show. different than Captain America and Endgame. Oh, God. Like, people that thought he was going to die. It's like, they're not going to release all this shit. It was different when it was just, like, rumors. Like, Chris Evans doesn't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. His contract's up. He's going to leave. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But then when it's an official statement of, like, after Avengers Endgame, Chris Evans is not renewing his contract. He's not playing Captain America anymore. Yeah. 
And it's like, well, now that you've made this official, it's 100% that he's not going to die. He's not going to die, yeah. You're going to do some well, weird shit to retire him, and that's going to be the end right. of it. Because it'd be too even, obvious. The Russos even came out at one point, and they were like, they were like, he's not done. And people were like, his contract, he's like, he's not, he's not renewing his contract. Yeah. And they were like, he's not done. And I was like, why are you fucking telling me this? Like, <laughs> then he's not going to die. Like, what are you doing, bro? I think, I think their point of it was trying to play the game of like... No, he's signed on for, like, eight more movies. To kind right. of leave that open of, like, mm-hmm. if he does die, you're going to be surprised by it. If he doesn't die, you're not going to... Like, it's... Well, that's what they did with, um... That's fair. That's what they did with, uh, what's-his-face? Aaron Taylor Johnson for Craig Silver. Yeah. He did one movie. That he was, like, he signed, like, a nine-picture deal, him and Elizabeth Olsen. And then he died, and I was like, holy fuck, yeah. Like, and like up, literally up until Endgame, I was like, "And this is where Quicksilver comes back." And it just never. And I was like, "Oh no, they really just—he really just did the one." Okay, there was a lot of people that were like, "He's coming back in Endgame," mm-hmm. and it was a weird. I, I didn't know what to expect. Me neither. Endgame was so fucking good. Dude, um, a lot of people hate that movie. Endgame? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I've been seeing it on the internet a lot. Like, a ton even, of though, people. even though Endgame was a complete fucking disappointment, and I'm like, I'm sorry. A ton of people. I'm sorry. Go back, watch the last 20 minutes of that fucking movie, and tell me that you're in any way disappointed. Everyone, Suck my ass. Everyone is talking about how Infinity War was better. There's a lot of people that are like... There's so many people ripping apart the whole time travel thing. I'm like, first of all, they very thoroughly, in multiple scenes of this movie, explain to you how the time travel in this movie works. Right, yeah. So for those of you asking questions, you're a fucking moron. Because you're asking questions <laughs> about Endgame like you're watching Back to the Future. And they right. flat out tell you in Back to the in Endgame, Back to the Future is total bullshit. Yeah. They say that that's not how we're doing <laughs> this. They're like, this is not how it's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. There's this whole, like... I always, every time Endgame comes up on the internet, I always see people commenting like, well, how is it possible that Captain America could go back and fight Captain America and, like, time and space wouldn't just rip apart and everybody would be dead? And I'm like, they fucking told you that two scenes before that happened. Right. It's more of a multiverse <laughs> thing than anything else for their for their time travel thing. I, there are, there have been a couple things that I've seen where they kind of contradict each other. Like, at one point, like, the writers came out and they were like, everyone thought that, that... Initially, he goes back in time. He lives his life with Peggy, and it's like an alternate. Yeah. It's like a different timeline. And then he, at the end, when he wants to give Stan the shield, he jumps back to, like, the main MCU timeline. But then they say something to the effect of, like, oh, that old man in the back carrying Peggy's casket with Cap in Civil War. Is also is Captain, also America. Captain America. Yeah, like, you I've are seen completely that. completely contradicting yourself there. I'm like, how would that be possible yeah. if it... If it works the way that you do. And, like, I don't give a fuck, and that doesn't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. So, like, get over it. God, that movie's so good. It is. It's amazing. My favorite thing... Did a really good job of wrapping up. My favorite thing that people have done... Like, I love when it's nitpicking, but it's for the sake of, like, being funny. Mm -hmm. You're not nitpicking to be like, this movie was terrible. Right. This is why. Mm -hmm. And the one that always comes up is, like... Howard Stark raising his son and just watching him look more and yeah, more like, like, that, like Howard Potts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, I that's, that. I did not think of that until after I saw it on the internet and I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Like, that's yeah, like that's the crazy. greatest thing I've ever seen. It's the same life. thing with Back to the Future, though. Just slowly yeah. raising your kid, naming him Marty, and just slowly realizing that, like, he looks like that guy that the mom yeah. tried to fuck. <laughs> yeah. He looks just like that guy my wife tried to fuck a long time oh ago. Oh, my God. Just Howard, so yeah, I could just, that'd be phenomenal. This, mm-hmm. that kid looks a lot like that guy I met one day. 
I will say, the one thing I think that they fucked up in Endgame is Hulk. I saw a thing today. I loved him. I didn't mind him. Oh, I loved him. I just wish that we had seen it. Like, they covered the... They, like, they set up this thing in Ragnarok where, like, oh, if he turns back into the Hulk, yes. he's coming back. And then Infinity War, there was, like, this conflict between them. And then they did the time jump, and it was just like, yeah, no, we fixed it. And I was yeah. like, that was kind of... Like, I loved, I loved him. He was awesome. He was, like, one of the best parts of that movie. But... I just wish that we had seen the resolution on screen. Yeah. That was my my only complaint. I saw a thing today that was the a theory that the next one of the next villains in the MCU was going to be the Hulk. Ooh. Because cool. after he does that, it's something with like I forget what the comic book storyline was, but it was something about like after he merges the two together and he's just Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. the Hulk, like, starts to eat away at Bruce Banner's personality. Oh. Like, they make it seem like Bruce Banner's personality has taken over the Hulk and he just has, like, the Hulk's body. Right. But the reality is, like, Hulk's it's starting to, yeah. Oh. So I, that was the theory that he's <clears throat> he's going to be one of the upcoming villains. That'd but be cool. Who knows? Because now everything's fucked because Spider-Man's out of it. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Who are you mad at about that? Sony or Disney or both? I want to say both, but there's not an, there's not an aspect I have looked at this that I have, I can't be mad at Sony. Right. Like, I see all these people that are like, oh, it's just Disney being greedy, this and that. And I commented on someone's post about it. I said it to Kelly a couple of times. I'm like... To say Disney is being greedy is dumb. Mm-hmm. They made movies together, and the deal was Sony will take ninety five percent of the process. Of the process, and Disney, Disney will, will take five. Disney will do all the work. Kevin Feige, Marvel will do all the work. They mm-hmm. get five percent. Yeah. You then renegotiate this deal, and it's well, we want to do this fifty fifty. And Sony's like, well, you can kick rocks and get the fuck out of here because we're not doing that. Dude, like, meet him at 30. Meet and then in my, do something. in my mind, I'm like, people that try to say, oh, that was just Disney being greedy. And the logic of, like, all Sony has is Spider-Man. Whereas Marvel in a year makes six movies, one of which is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You've now made billions of dollars off these other five movies. Sony's only making billions of dollars off of the one. Oh, yeah, they had three movies this year. They all made a billion dollars. And I'm like, but at the same time, if you and a friend start making something together and you're doing all the work, they're just doing, like, marketing and, a, like, a little bit here and there, and they kind of gave you permission to do it. Yeah. But they're taking all of your money, right. and you're getting, like, change. Eventually, you're going to tell your friends, like, this is Fuck fucking off. bullshit. Yeah. Like, I need more money than I this. I don't care if I'm making money off of other stuff. The amount of work yeah. I'm putting into this earns me the right to more uh, compensation. So I just... Like, that's the bottom line. I... No, they don't need the I money, can't but, like, look they at it. it. I can't look at it in any way and be mad at Disney. No. And, like, people will immediately assume that's because I love Disney and I love Marvel. But at the same time, like, it's just, it's logical. It's, no matter what the company is, that's not, that's smart business. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. greed. Yeah. It's saying I know, and, like, it's not like they were like, I want 80%. Like, I yeah. want to flip the deal and I want to make more than you. Like, they're like. If you want to be equal partner, just pay me like an equal partner. Well, and everything, the other thing I keep seeing that makes me laugh is like, is the idea that Disney will just get fed up and then just fucking buy Sony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then someone, someone tried to say like, 
Disney doesn't have the money to buy Sony. They were able to buy they were able to buy 20th Century Fox because that's mostly an American-based company. Whereas Sony is worldwide with PlayStation and this and that and I'm like I think you underestimate the amount of money Disney has. <laughs> like, right. Also, they wouldn't even have to buy Sony. They would just have to buy Sony Pictures. Yeah. Or like Columbia Pictures. Or yeah. You don't have to buy Sony as a whole company. You don't have to buy PlayStation like, or yeah. the country of Japan. Like, just fucking yeah. buy their movie company. And then there was the whole thing of like, they could offer to buy just the rights to Spider-Man, but yeah. Sony's never going to sell them. And I'm like, no. well, I'm like, here's the real issue. You talk about, people want to say, this is Disney's fault because Disney got greedy. The reality is, Sony made Venom, and a lot of fans were like, this is passable. It's not great. It's not terrible. It was passable. But I'll it's give it that. it's okay. We'll allow it. It was fine. <laughs> we'll allow you to continue with this. Then Spider-Man is in the MCU. All these movies make a ton of money. They make mm-hmm. um, Homecoming, phenomenal movie, made a ton of money. Far From Home became Sony's... Holy shit. Sony, that became Sony's highest grossing movie. So now all of a sudden, Sony's like, guess what? We're knocking it out of the park with Spider-Man. The reality of the situation is, Kevin Feige is knocking it out of the park with Spider-Man. You're not doing shit. Right. If they think that they earned that billion dollars for Spider-Man, like, A... It's, he's in the MCU, bottom yeah. line. And B, it followed the biggest movie of the generation. Yeah. It was the follow-up to Endgame. Like, there was no way that wasn't going to make a billion dollars. Every single person who saw that movie a million times wanted to know what happened yeah. next. That's why it made so much Well, money. that's the it argument. Great. That was the God, argument Marvel that was so smart people made, where it was like, even with Spider-Man Homecoming, if mm-hmm. he wasn't in Civil War... Homecoming would have been successful, but it wouldn't have been as successful. Right. Because you already introduced this character Mm -hmm. in another Marvel movie with Iron Man and Captain America and everybody else. That, again, was huge. Yeah. The biggest movie of the year. And And then you put him in... You put him in Infinity War. And, like... So good. Easily, people would tell you that Spider-Man and Tony Stark, that whole thing is, like, the best part of Infinity War. Mm -hmm. You then watch Endgame, same thing. Yep. And then Far From Home is the follow-up to the end of Phase 1 of the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like, the Infinity Saga. It's like, no shit that movie made a billion dollars. Right. And the then, whole reason Tony Stark even decides to figure out time travel is yeah. so he can bring Peter back. Yeah. And, that oh, was, and that's the big so thing good. of, like, he brought, he brought Peter back. That's, like, the whole point of that movie and Tony's arc in that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie alone. And then... Far From Home is just, like, Tony Tony Stark has chosen. You are the next Iron Man. Yeah. And now it's just like, nope. <laughs> We're gone. We physically can't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did see a theory that, like, something they do in Doctor Strange 2 will explain why he's not in the MCU anymore. And I'm like, okay, sure, why they not? Could. They're doing that multiverse thing. They're focusing on that pretty heavily. But it's just like... I don't know. I will say, the one thing that was weird about, about Far From Home... Is that everybody thought? Everybody thought Captain America was also dead. Yeah, and there were like no memorials anywhere yeah. for like the the world's first superhero. No Been around for eighty years. A no one gave a fuck. It was like, yeah, Iron Man died. Yeah, and we're all sad about it. And I'm like, that's fair. I love Iron Man, but it's what's funny I mean, it is have made a lot of sense. What's funny though is like that is true, but when you watch all of their movies. Mm-hmm. Tony's the only one who gets, like, any publicity. Oh, yeah. They don't really focus on 
anyone else but Tony when they show like media coverage of anything. Yeah. It's either all of them or it's just, or it's Tony. just Tony. Yeah. Because it's no different in Endgame. Like by the end of Endgame, no one gave a fuck that Black Widow was dead. <laughs> I mean, well, she was like, for all intents and purposes, like she, she was a spy. She was yeah. like under the radar with the exception of the one time she went to the UN meeting in Civil War. Well, I guess she went to Capitol Hill and Winter Soldier too. But yeah. still though, like, it's not Tony Stark. It's not this Playboy celebrity. Exactly. Like, it's like, a, it would, it's like comparing, like, fucking, I, I don't even have one for Black Widow. <laughs> but it would, it would be like taking, I don't know, The Rock, and having The Rock become a superhero, and then having him die. And then at the same time having, like, I don't know, one of the guys from SEAL Team 6. Yeah. Also die. No one fucking knows who that is. People are gonna be like, oh, oh, he's also dead? That's a bummer. Hey, did you see this 80th memorial I built for The Rock? Yeah. Somebody built an Iron Man statue in real life. I that's forget it. where. That's amazing. They all, but the the dumbest thing is that they called it Man of Steel, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, this so... is the Iron Man thing called Man of Steel, and oh. I said, "I said what? <laughs> you know that that's another superhero." This is my Iron Man statue named after Superman. They're like, "What the shit?" I that's... saw that. I laughed my ass off for like five minutes. I was like, "You're gonna be fucking kidding me." That's gonna be me introducing my son to people. This, <laughs> Man of Steel. This is my Iron Man statue named after Tony Stark. <laughs> I worked really hard on him. Yeah. My wife helped a lot. Um, but yeah, people were so butthurt about her not having a funeral. I'm like, who cares? And then Kelly gets... I cared, but also... Kelly gets... Well, I cared that she died. I didn't care, like, there wasn't a funeral for her. I'm like, of course there wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't a public figure. They they mourned for her in their own way. Like, Tony Stark, everybody knew Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, and... And even the people in, like, the funeral scene at the end, there were people here that fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. Like, people Wanda. people made it a point that, like, Hank Pym fucking hated Tony hated Stark, him. and he was still at his funeral. Yep. I think Wanda came around by, like, Ultron, or not Ultron, the Civil War. I think she, like, came around and was, she was like better with Tony Stark by that movie. Yeah. Well, no. What was that weird, like... Well, because he, like, locked her in the compound, and then... Which she was okay with. She was okay with it. For, like, a hot wasn't. second. And yeah. then Hawkeye came in, and, like, immediately she's like, no, I don't want to be here she's anymore. She's like, oh, you're right. Fuck this. But then she was, like, in that collar and the straight jacket thing. And she's, like, hat. falling in love with Vision. And then Hawkeye comes in and just immediately forgets that, like, Vision was even a person. And I'm like, first of all, bitch, Hawkeye is married. I'm Vision. So let's back up. Hawkeye is married. And if he wasn't married, he'd be with Black Widow. And then so Kelly back it up. Kelly gets hilariously mad when we watch Endgame <laughs> because of the end scene. Or it's Hawkeye crying. He's like, I wish we could have just told her. Like, oh, yeah. We did it. We won. And then Wanda's like, And then Wanda's she like, knows. She knows. They both know. I'm like, uh, There's no they. Your boyfriend's body is still laying in the woods in Wakanda because right. he's not a person. Right. He's a fucking robot. Yeah, like, yeah. My God. <laughs> there's a reason why when Thanos snapped his fingers, you disappeared and he didn't. True. <laughs> You disappeared, and he didn't. You disappeared, and that robot just, like, kept laying there. Like a weird remnant yeah. from Age of Ultron. It was just... Oh, man, when she snapped back, she was probably just right back looking at the fucking body. Oh, God. Yikes. And it probably got all rusty and gross. That's a weird thing to think, too. I didn't think about that until you just brought it up. Me neither. Interesting. Because, like, at least on, um, fuck, what was the planet they were on? Titan. Titan, that's right. 
I there's I just kept thinking of like all the planets and guardians of the galaxy, and I'm like in my head I'm just thinking through all the names. I'm like, no, none of these are correct. Like, none of these are correct. Um, I really love. It'd be like if we named our planet human. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? But I loved that because on Titan it kind of makes sense. Like they'd all oh, yeah, they'd yeah, all yeah. be standing like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas. When you watch them die in Wakanda, they're, like, kind of spread out. Where yeah. I feel like you come back and be like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going and on? And you were in the woods. You were, like, at the big part of Wakanda. Right. Where it's just giant Black Panther statues. So you're like, who? where the fuck am I? Yeah. Am I in Wakanda? Am I here? Am I not? Last thing I remember, I was in Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> am I still in Wakanda? <laughs> then you have the other thing where, like... People are like, oh, what if you were in a plane? What if you were, like, crossing the street? What if you were in that fucking helicopter that crashed into a building and blew up in, uh, in Infinity War? And I guess they, the writers, again, they explained that away. They were like, oh, the Hulk was like, I'll bring him back safely. And, like, him thinking safe thoughts, yeah. I guess, put them in. Which, like, when it comes to magic space stones that can kill people and bring back the population of half the universe, I'm yeah. like, yeah, they could move him five inches to the left so he doesn't get hit well, by they, they don't. They don't fully address how they come back. They do slightly with Spider-Man when he's doing, like, his whole, like, oh, I was asleep, and then Doctor Strange was there, and... Well, they, yeah, they're just, like... <laughs> but they don't like, ever, like, like, like... Do you remember when I was getting all dusty, and goes, I must have passed out, and I was like, <laughs> you, I was like, I'm sorry, you died, and you know you died, because you watched five other people disintegrate. Yeah. You are dead. Yeah. You know you're dead. Yeah. That's something I kind of wish they they played on a little more and far from home. You watch Thanos just yeet five other people in front of you. Yep. And then that's what happened to you. Yep. Where you're like, oh, I fell asleep. What happened? Yeah, Doctor, I woke up and Doctor Strange was there. He's like, like, it's been five years. They need us. Let's go. And I was like, you're fucking full of shit. <laughs> you know you died. Yeah, and the idea. And they all know. And far from home, they all know. And they're just like, yep. The idea of Peter Parker, like, not knowing he was dead, but then Doctor Strange knows he was dead. He knows how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked into the future. That one I was kind of like, I was like, okay, Doctor Strange looked into the future. Yeah. He knows everything. Fine. Um, but they never, but they did, they never, like, directly said, like, oh, I woke up back on Titan. Laying with my head against this rock because that's where Tony was holding him when he died. Like they don't ever directly tell you. Oh no! They, you how they came it, back when you? Yeah, you. You like in the portal when they come yeah. through. You can see that it's still Titan. But yeah, no, they don't. They're not like. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's just a fucking great movie. It's it's so good. good. Far from Home was so good too. They did play it for jokes a little too much. <laughs> But, like, it's a Spider-Man movie. Like, I didn't yeah. need to be depressed more than I was. From, I, ne- I needed to laugh my ass off I watched, after Endgame. There's a video on YouTube of Kevin Smith breaking down or explaining every television or movie iteration of Spider-Man. Oh, really? So, from, like, the super old live-action ones to the cartoons to, to the, the movies. To the Japanese one. To, like, yeah. <laughs> to today. I, I forget what the last one is. I forget how old the video is. It might... Homecoming might be the end of it. Mm-hmm. But what I found interesting, because I could never feel, I could never find a way to, like, really explain to people why Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he gave me the explanation. Because mm-hmm. he starts with the Tobey Maguire trilogy. And he's like, the first movie was good. He's like, I didn't I didn't hate it. He's like, but, he's like, it's 
good, but then I was kind of taken out of the movie. He's like, there's a fight scene between Green Goblin and Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is in his head-to-toe costume. And then Green Goblin, they put this big fucking metal mask on. And I'm just watching it like, I don't know who either one of these fucking people are. (laughs) So what does it matter? He's like, you have Willem Dafoe, who's facially one of the most, like, expressive actors in the business. Oh, yeah. And you could have just painted his fucking face green, but instead you put a big metal helmet on him, and then you can't see any of the emotions. It just yeah. looks like two action figures fighting each other. That's fair. I was like, that's a pretty good... It is, it's the same thing in, uh, with Garfield, too. And he's like, then you get to the second one. He's like, which I thought was the best of the three. Yeah. He's like, the second that's one is definitely the peak. He's like, then the third one... The weird dance thing. <laughs> he's like Venom's in it, which is cool, but then he's it's not really the focus. He's played by Topher Grace, who's kind of small, so it's like he's like it's not really Venom. It's just some guy kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he like With breaks frosted tips. He breaks that one down, and then he gets he moves on to Andrew Garfield, and he's like, I loved Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like Spider Man for me. The Spider Man I grew up with was this like quippy. Yeah. Sarcastic kid, and Andrew Garfield was great at being Spider Man. Yes. Peter, or he's like, Tobey Maguire was great at being Peter Parker. Yeah. I believed him as Peter Parker. I did not believe him as Spider Man. Yeah. He's like, Andrew Garfield was the opposite. Yeah. I believed him as Spider Man, but as Peter Parker, they took his glasses off, and he was like, too hot. He was he was too hot. He's like that's that's exactly what it he's was. like. That was a Spider Man that I would have fucked, and like that's just <laughs> too. He was like the loner, like basically druggy, yeah, skater kid who was like just so good looking. Yeah, like they like they try to like play it down in the beginning, but by the end of that movie, he's in like a tight blue t shirt. He's ripped as shit. Yeah, exactly. And Flash Thompson comes in, he's like looking good, Parker, and I'm like, this kid was <laughs> rolling in so much poon. It's not even funny. Like. It's not even funny. And then they... Or no. I think uh, the last one he talks about is Into the Spider-Verse. But the... That movie is so good. He then moves on to Tom Holland. And he's like, Tom Holland is the perfect mixture of the two of them. Yep. He's believable as Peter Parker. He's believable as Spider-Man. He was like, he's believable as Peter Parker because, like, he looked... they introduce him as a high school kid who Spider-Man is. Yeah. And I look at Tom Holland and I believe that that kid is in high school. Mm-hmm. He's like, I looked at Tobey Maguire and he looked like he was 40. You're like, you're 30. <laughs> but you know, Garfield was like 30 when he played Peter Parker. And he was, he, like, he was like 28 still. He was like, Tobey Maguire looked like he was 40. And it was like when I used to watch yeah. TV. Or he's like, it's like when I watched Grease as a kid. <laughs> and they're all in like their 30s and 40s playing high schoolers. Play high school. And then I got to high school and everyone looks like they're in high school. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Where are all the old people at? Yeah. yeah. No, that's for sure. <laughs> like, movies misled that a lot for me. Like, growing up, I was like, they? I was like, I feel like I should look older than I do. Yeah. I feel like I look like I'm seven. Yeah. I think that's why I've always acted so old. Oh, yeah? Because I was, I was raised by television. Fair. I was yeah. raised by television. I was raised by movies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's where I just brought every... Like, every... Every ounce of my personality came from watching people on TV. <laughs> like yeah. I, yeah, I have so. very, I have very similar personality traits to my mom. I have very similar personality traits to my dad. But there's just so much that I've gotten from everybody else. Oh, TV and movies for sure. And that's yeah, that was the perfect thing. And I laughed so hard when Kevin Smith said that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and it was so funnier because Greece was just on TV the other day. Greece. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's exactly why Tom Holland. Tom Holland also grew up watching like the Tobey Maguire movies, and yeah. then was able like. Like, he was able to watch both of those, and yeah. he admits that fully. He's like, I kind of have it easy. He's like, I have five great, you know, performances to draw from. Yeah. Like, Tobin Wire did three really good ones. Andrew Garfield did two really good ones. He's he like, was able like, to kind of pick and picked and choose Joe. He was able to be English. young enough when Tobin Maguire's movies came out to watch them and then be like, I want to play Spider-Man when I get older yep. because I can do it good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually play it well. I can do a better job than this guy. He's like, I would rather play Spider-Man than grow up yeah. and be a guy on the internet who's talking about how good Tobey Maguire was because of nostalgia. Right. Not because they're actually good. Not because they're actually good. <laughs> Not because they're actually good. Oh, man. Yeah, he was a good Peter Parker. But, yeah. Well, maybe one day we'll find out how that cliffhanger in Far From Home ends. Well, what's going to happen is... Sony's going to try and make a Spider-Man movie, and it's going to fucking blow. Oh yeah, they're either going to they're either going to try and make one with him and Tom Hardy, or they're going to try and do this weird live action Spider Verse with him and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and yeah. probably Tom Hardy, because everybody yeah. thinks like that's something that should be done. I want <laughs> I, if they're going to bring a Spider-Man into the Tom Hardy ones, I want it to be Garfield. Yeah, not Holland. Just give him back, please. I wish... Oh, God. And I just... I then think of Far From Home, and with him not being in the MCU anymore, no matter how good that movie was, no matter how much I love Tom Holland in that role, all I can think of is the fact that... And spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, all I can think about is the fact that J.K. Simmons was at the end. Yeah, <laughs> man. Dude, that was the most hype. I will say... Somebody else brought this up. They were like, they're like, yeah, the movie's pretty good. They're like, but I feel like the most memorable parts were the end credit scenes. Yeah. I was like, you're not totally wrong. Yeah. I will say, though, the spider sense scene in the hallway when he finally beats Mysterio is fucking sick. The spider sense scene is good. So good. The Peter Tingle scenes are good. The scene with him and Happy on the plane is amazing. Everything with Happy and Aunt May is good. Yeah. The, so the, funny. The whole thing with him on the plane when he's crying. Oh, man. And then he makes the suit. And, and then you're just like. Black and black. And, you're and then crying. you're just like, fuck you. Because I just, I literally just stopped crying from watching Iron yep. Man die. And yep. now I'm crying again. Like, they make you for like an hour 40 yeah. and then they're like and this is yeah. here's here's why we're where we are I'm like yeah no I remember they make you laugh for an hour 40 and it's like oh by the way Tony Stark is dead <laughs> like why the fuck oh and everyone's really sad about it it's not okay they're like they make you think it's okay they're like just kidding he's still dead I think okay. I think every movie in the MCU from here on out is just gonna be like a solid two hours of laughter oh, yeah. and then randomly they're just gonna be like oh by the way Tony, Tony Stark, Stark is, is still dead, dead. <laughs> he's fucking he's in the ground he's rotting he's dead <laughs> Oh, man. Every, like, the next Thor movie is going to be like, oh, I'll just call Tony. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, I can't because he's <laughs> fucking dead. Man. Oh, God. But, uh, but yeah, it had, it had its moments, but I do think, I think with the motherfucker thing, the reveal that he was Peter Parker, like, the end credits really, like, you're going to, not only is it the last thing you see, so of course you're going to remember it more, mm-hmm. but it was also like real big, holy shit moments. Oh, dude, it was crazy. You have the, you have the whole Sam Jackson 
end of Infinity War motherfucker thing with Spider-Man. Yeah. You have the reveal that he's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You have J. Jonah Jameson, Jameson played by J.K. Simmons. Like, it's just a ton, one after the other of like, of oh like, shit. Yeah. shit, this is amazing. And then the and then the screen goes to black and it comes up and says Spider Man will not return, <sighs> and it's just this and it's like Infinity War fades away. Oh my god! I saw this thing the other day and it was like it was like the three biggest lies in the MCU. <laughs> one was have you seen this? It was one, one was Terrence Howard in the first Iron Man going next time baby. <laughs> one was it's Black Widow right before she goes into the <sighs> time travel and she goes see you in a minute. Yeah, and she fucking dies. And then it's Spider Man will return from the end of Far From Home, and I was like Jesus Christ. It's like, son of a bitch. That's so funny. Yeah. I had seen the Far From Home one. I didn't see the other two. Oh, God. Terrence Howard. It's so good. Have you seen... I think I just sent it to you. Or it's... It's the scenes where Captain America's in Peggy's office, but they changed it to Don Cheadle. It's yeah. Don... Che- yeah. It's the scene where he's in Peggy's office and then realizes, like, whose office he's in. Yeah. But it's Don Cheadle in... He might. It might just be his face photoshopped onto Chris Evans' body because it's like the same outfit Chris Evans has on. Yeah. And then he's like, <clears throat> I don't think he looks at the door. I think he looks at a picture. And it's oh a my picture god! Of Terrence of Howard. Terrence Howard. Well, cause, yeah, because when, when Chris Evans does it, it's skinny him. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's really fucking funny. Wow. I've seen like that one's great. They do a lot of like. It's the play on when they took Ant-Man back and he came back younger and this and that. And then it's like, they take Don Cheadle back and it comes back as Terrence Terrence Howard. Howard. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. What they should have done was someone should have sent the Hulk back and then he came back and it was Ty Burrell. (laughs) It's Ty Burrell. Ed Norton. Eric Bana. Oh my God. That would have been funny as shit. Oh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. He got too fat to be in that movie now. Did he? He got heavy. Yikes. He was at the he's roast. He was at the roast of Bruce Willis, and he's uh, his face. I don't know if it's the rest of his body, but his face looked heavier. Yikes! That roast wasn't good. They're doing Alec Baldwin. They're doing Alec Baldwin, and I have I have hopes for it. But their roasts haven't been that great the past couple of roasts they've done. Dude, honestly, the Bieber roast was funny as shit. The Bieber one was the best that one, one so because good. you had Pete Davidson there, and I'm, not eleven jokes. I'm so fucked up. And I've watched so many comedians for so many years that I have, like, a comedian sensibility. I have a comedian mindset now mm-hmm. where, like, you can make jokes about anything. There's oh, yeah. nothing that you can't make funny. Nothing's off limits. And, like, to watch them just make jokes about his dad being in 9-11, to watch him make jokes about it, well, I was laughing it. my ass off. Mm-hmm. And, like, that one wasn't bad. Then you watch... I don't remember what was after that. But then you watch Bruce Willis's roast. And you have, like, two comedians. Mm-hmm. Then Martha Stewart's there. There's just, like, like, a ton of fuck. Dennis Rodman was there. There's a ton of fucking random people there. That's so bizarre. And you can tell the comedians that come up wrote their own shit because their shit stands out from everybody else's. But then the five people that are just sort of there. And aren't comedians. It's the same jokes because there's comedy writers writing their roasts for them. Right. And it's like... Watching Martha Stewart make the same speech that Dennis Rodman just made, it's like... Yeah, and Dennis Rodman yeah. couldn't fucking talk. He was drunk as shit. Yeah. Ed Naturally. Norton went on this hilarious, like, super dry, super, like, darkly sarcastic rant about how 
<laughs> he's such a better actor than Bruce Willis. But Bruce Willis has gotten so many more roles than he has. Oh, yeah, and Bruce sure. Willis is like such a higher acclaimed actor than Ed Norton is, but Edward Norton sure. is so much so better, much than, better he is. than Bruce Willis. It's so funny. Bruce Willis is just like it's the same thing with The Rock. Like he was just he was an action star and he was just so in demand for so long. Yeah. Whereas like Ed Norton The Rock makes yeah. me laugh because like I was I still am. I grew up a wrestling fan. Yeah. And like you watch The Rock and he then transitions to doing movies. He does The Mummy or knows the Scorpion King. Mm-hmm. And then he's in, no, he's in the Mummy. Horribly photoshopped. Worst CGI I've ever seen. Horrible CGI. Then he's in the Scorpion King, which is just as fucking bad. And then he does, like, the Tooth Fairy. The game plan. The game plan. The game plan was good. A ton of these, like, kitschy family Disney movies. And then all of a sudden it was, like, uh, Skyscraper, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. That one where he's escaping from Joe. prison. G.I. Joe. Fucking uh, Walking Tall. Escape from Witch <laughs> But then, like... I just you, remember the meme from that one. You watch his career, and it's, like, kind of shitty. And then he starts making, like, big-budget action films, but they're still kind of shitty. Like, you came into Fast and the Furious at, like, Fast and the Furious 20, and it's like, this franchise is fucking dead. Oh, just, no. The, fi- the fifth one was the best it, one, man. Just let it die. That was his first one. That's why it was good, because they put him in it. So good. But then it's still, like, you watch Six, and it's like, just kill this person already. <laughs> it's like that Simpsons meme where that kid, that kid, like, it's Krusty beating someone, and then the kid's just like, stop it, stop it, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. It's like, yeah, that's what happens every time they release a trailer for a new Fast and the Furious. Well, then they just gave him and Statham their own one. And you watch the trailer for that, and it's like, Jason Statham and The Rock, and then... In between those scenes are scenes with Idris Elba. And it's like, these three people are in two different fucking movies. Uh, yeah. Idris Elba is in a James Bond-level action movie. He's a these two villain. are He is, like, genetically enhanced. And I was like, guys... These two are in, like... This franchise, you guys used to be street racers. That's where we started. <laughs> and now you're fighting a supervillain. Statham and The Rock are in, like, every movie The Rock is made with Kevin Hart. Yep. They just swapped out Jason Statham. And then Idris yep. Elba is in, like, every movie Idris Elba's ever been in. Yep. Like, a serious film. I'm Black Superman. But you watch The Rock's progression as an actor, and it's never been, like, phenomenal, amazing movies. No. And then you watch Batista, and he just fucking comes out swinging with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. And, like, every he was in Guardians. He was like, yeah, I want to get into acting. Guardians 2. He was in Spectre, that James Bond movie. Like, I never saw that one. It's good. That was really good. I know. I keep I keep meaning to. It's like five years but old. But he like just comes out swinging with like hit after hit after yeah, hit yeah. of like real high profile movies. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, The Rock's like, hey guys, I'm doing like another Fast and Furious movie. And He's like, I'm doing Fast and Furious, Moana. And people were like, how many of these are you going to do? All of them. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. Now that they gave him and Statham their own like basically spinoff yeah. franchise, they're going to do so many of those. I like, I haven't seen it yet. And then his well, cousin's in it, and I'm it. like, just fuck off with this nonsense. Oh, yeah. Wasn't well, his cousin a stunt double? I don't... Well, maybe. His, his One of his cousins is a wrestler currently. Okay. And he's in... Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Hobbs and Shaw. And it was a weird scenario, because he he was champion and retired because he had leukemia? Yikes. That's and it was a lot. weird, because what WWE does a lot of times, for those of you that don't follow wrestling and aren't into the wrestling world, what they will do times when, because John Cena's done movies, 
while wrestling. The Rock, I think, did Scorpion King while he was still a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's people that do movies while they're still wrestling. They'll give you, like, an injury storyline, or they'll do something to put you off TV for a while. Yeah. Then you'll film your movie, and then you come back, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I do believe that he had leukemia. That seems like a fucked up thing to lie about. Yikes. But a lot of people on the internet are like, it's a weird it's a weird coincidence that you're a champion, you have to relinquish the title because you get diagnosed with leukemia. You are now off TV to get treatment for this. But at the, at the exact same time, they are filming Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. and you are then now promoting Hobbs and Shaw. So I, I don't think it was a wrestling storyline. That seems a little too far. That would be... But a lot of people are like, that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> They're like, they're really going all out for these wrestling storylines. That is a weird coincidence. It, and it is. Because they're like, oh, I broke my leg. Oh, I have a bad concussion. Like, it's stuff that's not completely severe. Right. Like, you can fake it. And right. then neither you can continue to you be can't on TV. Fake leukemia, though. But yeah, you can't fake leukemia. I mean, you kind of can on TV. Because they're not gonna, uh, yeah. they're not gonna have you like bring your medical records. I'm just like, holding up to the camera, like, on, like here it is. The fucking Surgeon General, like yes, yeah. Here's this doctor that we paid to come out and tell everybody that I have leukemia. Like, yeah. it's like uh, you, you can, but morally, it's like, should you? Definitely not. <laughs> no, only if like you're trying to get something from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're reaching an hour five. I think that's oh, what that yeah. is. So I'll probably, we should probably wind down. Yeah. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up at the beginning I forgot to tell you that was hilarious. I'm oh, in. So we were supposed to film that, we were supposed to record this, not film this, Jesus Christ. We were supposed to record this the other day. Yeah. And you were sick. No big deal. But it's funny when I texted you and said like, I forget what the text exactly said, but it was like, hey man, we still have to record today or whatever. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I... And it's so, like, I laughed so hard at this. And it's so, I don't know why I laughed as hard as I did. <laughs> I accidentally texted Kelly the exact same text. Oh, I really? said, like, hey, man, comma, we still <laughs> on to record today, period, send. And, like, two minutes went by, and my phone dings. I didn't even see that it was her that texted me. Yeah. I just opened the text, and it's just... <laughs> The text just says, hey, man, comma, this isn't Andrew, period. And I was like, and then I looked and saw who it was from, and I fucking laughed oh my so God. hard. Hey, man. I, I don't sure know why. Exactly who you're talking to. That's funny as shit. And I was just like, oh, that's so fucking funny. That's I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. And it was just, I was, she, I forget where she was. I was putting the dresser together. <laughs> comma, this I is was, Yeah. I was putting the dresser together for the nursery, and I was just sitting there by myself, and I just started cracking the fuck up. It was so funny. So funny. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. I wanted to tell you that story because that was funny. That's funny as shit. This was more of an announcement for the podcast. I had a phenomenal idea uh, for an intro song and probably an outro. I'll just probably use it for both. But... I want to find someone, and if you're listening to this and you're musically inclined in any way, uh, or you know people who are musically inclined in any way, please send them my way. Uh, I want to do, my original thought was just like a, 
a harder rock cover of the Golden Girls theme song. <laughs> that would be sick. But then I thought what would be better is I could I could still do just that song and use it as the end. Yeah. I think for the end one though, I want more of like an acoustic cover. Oh my god, just like a really soft to bring you out of it. Yeah. yeah. To bring you out of the show. But and the then the first one gets you in you're like, "All right, let's For the intro, go. you do a little like an electric guitar, a little more upbeat, but I I thought of a medley of like the Friends theme song, the Golden Girls theme song, the Cheers theme song. And I think that might be... There's not a lot of them yeah. that really go with the theme of the show I'm trying to do here. That's fair. Because there's... Yeah, there's not really any other ones that are relevant. And How that, about your mother, maybe? And that iconic. Because, like... Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Bosom Buddies was about friends, but that's not... No people people aren't going to know that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a very yeah. obscure that's reference. Fair. So, like, those are the big three. Okay. Like, Cheers, Friends, and Golden Girls. People may not even know that the Golden Girls theme song. I don't know. I know I know it. I know I a lot of people who right do now. know I'm it. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done now. <laughs> now, that, now that you brought it up and I can't get it in my head. Um, that ties in. Uh, you'll hear it in a couple of seconds because that ties into how I'm going to end the show now. Because I figured that out. Another brilliant idea that ties in with the theme and the, the title of the podcast. But... Uh, yeah, so if you know anybody that can play music, for those of you out there listening, then I'd be much obliged if you send them my way, or if you just tell them to record something and send it to me. I'm going to hopefully make an email address for this soon. Yeah, nice. I probably will do that when I get off this. Hotmail? I should have... No, Google. It'll be, it'll be a Gmail. I should have done that first, so then I could give the email away. Right now, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just add it it's somewhere at the end. But I, I literally just thought of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, email it to me. I don't fucking have an email address for this yet, and I'm not going to give you my actual email. Email it to me. Just try to figure it out. It'll be okay. I get so many fucking emails. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, every day I just look at my email address, and I get a ton of fucking emails a day. And I'm like, half of this is garbage. Oh, 90% of mine is irrelevant. It's like, it's I all something from Best Buy one yes. time. Or GameStop. He bought, he bought something from Best Facebook. Buy, Hot Topic, like, Facebook. Facebook I, sends me, like, 5% of the notifications I get as emails. I bought I'm stuff like, for Kelly, and it's just, like, email after email. Like, oh, this is on sale now. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Old Navy, like, every day is like, oh, we have shirts on sale. I'm like, cool. I was just fucking there and bought shirts. I don't need more. Right. Like, why would I? <laughs> like, you're you don't sending need me to... this because I just bought shirts. Like, like why you have my You don't need to email shirt. me every day about how you have right. shorts on sale because I'm not coming here every day to yeah. buy shorts. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm not coming every day. So, just stop it. Just stop emailing me. There's got to be one things. bougie motherfucker out there who does oh, just... They, they buy wear one a pair, pair of shorts. They buy one they pair. They wear it for a day, and then they go back, and they buy a new pair, and they throw the old pair out. Yeah. <laughs> I wore those yesterday. Well, it's, I can't wear it's, them again. It's bougie, and it's FOMO. Because you get it, and it's like 30% off, and it's like, like, oh. I have to do it now. And you're like, oh, well, the one they send me tomorrow might only be 20% off. So this could be the highest percent off this coupon's going to get. So then you go and buy shorts, and they email you the next day that it's 40% off, and you right. lose your mind, mm-hmm. and you just burn those shorts and go buy more. Just burn them. Just at the end of every week, have a bonfire of the seven pairs of shorts <laughs> that you wore. But, uh, but yeah. So, Golden Girls Friends and Cheers. 
for the intro, I'm looking for just, I think just Golden Girls. Yeah. For the outro on an acoustic guitar or the piano. I'll take either one. But like something, something that's a little, just a little lighter to like yeah. lull you out of mm-hmm. the intensity that is this podcast. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think that's everything I've covered. We covered a lot, right? We did. We talked a lot. Uh, real heavy into the, the TV and movie universe that we thrive in. It's true, we do. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can friend request me. I don't know that I'll accept it. Because <laughs> if I don't know you, I probably won't. Fair. Your better bet is to follow me on Instagram at Lightcap Inc. L I G H T C A P I N K. There's no spaces or underscores. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't. If it's posted on Twitter, it's because I posted it on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> oh, what the hell is my Twitter handle? Quidgybo93. What? That's awesome. I don't remember how to spell Quidgybo. I think it's K-W-Y-J-I-B-O. It's either K-W-Y or K-W-I and then J-Y. I don't remember. That's from The Simpsons, like the second episode of the show. I had a, I forget what my other Twitter handle was, and I really wanted to find, like, I wanted to change it. And I'm like, let me find, like, an obscure TV reference to make my thing. And the first idea, the first idea was to do the real name of Comic Book Guy. But someone already has that Twitter handle. Damn. And then I'm like, damn it. What is, like, another good one? And I put in season one of The Simpsons because I have all the seasons you can buy on DVD. Yeah. Uh and the second episode, they're playing Scrabble, and Bart just takes all of his letters and slams them down and spells out Quidgybo. And then he gives a definition. Quidgybo. And I'm like, hmm. Like, Quidgybo could work. That's awesome. Like, no, why not? And I tried it. And I think just Quidgybo was taken. I forget what all I tried, but then 93 was the year I was born. So I'm like, oh, I'll take it. Do Quidgybo 93. Why not? Nice. Uh, I think that's all the stuff I have. I think it's all the social media presence I have. Like I said, I don't do a lot on Twitter, but you can follow me. I don't care. Oh, I follow you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't touch. I had a Tumblr when that was like a thing. Oh, Tumblr. I haven't touched that. God knows how long. I had it for like a week and then yeah. left it on my phone for a couple years. I had it at like its peak. And I went on it, and I'm like, I don't really know how this works. It's fair. I'm like, this is confusing. No, I don't get it This is all. super confusing to me, no. so I'm out. I pieced out. I pieced out of there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anything? Um, I mean, yeah. To Facebook, push. Andrew Ball. Uh, ball to the wall on everything else, pretty much. B-A-L-L, the number two. T-H-E-W-A-L-L. Because I was like 15 and thought it would be funny. Yeah. And it is. It's still good. <laughs> still good. Still holds up. That's all I got. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening to episode two. I'm going to try and get these out monthly. Hopefully that's my goal right now. Um, hopefully I have a guest every time. It might just be me sometimes. I don't know how that's going to work out or how entertaining that's going to be, but we'll (laughs) see. We'll see how that goes if the time comes to that. 
but yeah, you can find it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Like it, review it, so it starts to get noticed a little more would be great. I know there's like two people that listen to it, so if you have to buy other phones and listen to it on there... <laughs> And review it on those other phones, that'd be fine. I would just get five iTunes accounts. Yeah, I don't mind that. Use all of them. No, yeah, me neither. I don't mind that. Whatever you want to spend your money on, that's up to you. (laughs) That's Uh, But that works for me. Apologies to uh, Ryan Starzewski. We ran out of time. And as they said on the Golden Girls, and this is how I'm going to end my show every time now, I thought it was a phenomenal idea. As they say on the Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh, Good night, everybody. I got it now. <laughs> thank you.